0: I'm Sarah, I'm Erin, and I'm Amanda. You're listening to Seaside Seaside Stories. Oh good, you're back. Did you come up with any theories to who you think was sitting by the fire, if not Kate? (laughs) That's a great idea. Although I'm sure you're ready to hear who it really was. So let's continue. Hmm. Where did I leave off? Huddled over by the fire, they could see a shadow much larger than the shape of Kate. And as their eyes finally adjusted to the light of the fire, reflecting on the old, tired face, they could see it was the neighbor that Ashwin had called. Ashwin immediately thought he had simply gotten his message and came over right away. Jeb, there's a psychopath in your cornfield. He just killed our friend. Ashwin spoke, raising his voice. We gotta get out of here and call the police. Where's Kate? Allison added, looking around but not seeing her anywhere. Jeb sighed, eerily calm as he added another block of wood to the flame. Ah, yes. Your little friend. She went in after hearing that terrible scream. I suspect the cornstalker would have found her by now. There's no point in contacting the authorities, Ashwin. They can't help you now. What do you mean? You knew? Allison yelled out accusingly. Of course I knew. He's been tending this field for years. Now, typically, one sacrifice a year is enough to satisfy him and produce the most delicious corn you will ever taste. But with two, this year will be the best yet, Jeb said, a crazed look in his eyes. "'Usually I have to kidnap or lure some stupid person into the field. "'I was having a hard time finding someone this year. "'I got home exhausted and ready to come up with another plan "'when I saw your voice message.' "'His grin grew a little too wide for his face. "'When you said you were heading into the field with your friends?' (laughs) "'He laughed. It was like music to my ears. "'The two were baffled by what they had just heard.' Allison hated how cliche she sounded, but she spoke anyway. We won't let you get away with this. Jeb stared at her in defiance. Jeb stared at her in defiance. How do you think you're going to achieve that? The corn stalker is an immortal being. He's as living as the eternal growth of corn. Going into the soil each season, only to come back out hungry and ready to feed the corn. There have been many corn farmers before me. That tended the corn, but none as smart as I. You see, I'm as eternal as the cornstalker. His eyes glowed the light of the fire. Him and I are one and the same. I provide the sacrifice, and he provides me with everlasting life. As Jeb had as Jeb had his attention on Allison, Ashwin picked up the fire poker, leaning against the logs, holding it by his side. Jeb was too busy telling his story to notice. Allison thought quickly, reaching forward and grabbing a piece of wood which was aflame. Jeb got to his feet and made a reach to grab her, but Ashwin swung the fire poker down on his wrist. Jeb cursed loudly, holding his wrist to himself, stepping back and away from him before turning and running back to his truck. Allison still held tight to the burning branch and turned to Ashwin. How can that thing keep living if he burned down the field? Ashwin stopped her before she began to burn the crop. Kate is in there still. We need to. His voice was cut off by a blood-curdling scream and the horrible sound of metal through flesh. Allison now had tears streaming down her face and raced back to the cornfield, lighting up the stalks as she went. Ashwin grabbed his own torch and followed her lead. After entering the field, a booming shot rang out into the night. Jeb had retrieved his shotgun from his truck and gave chase. He was screaming at them. Of course, they weren't able to hear him. They just continued to burn everything. The field behind them was now a burning inferno. They pushed on ahead, burning as much as they could reach. Ahead, they saw him. The cornstalker upon his horse began to pick up speed towards them, his scythe held high, ready to strike. The two of them pivoted to their left, burning behind them. Allison glanced over her shoulder briefly to see the horse leap over the flames. If they could just make it to the edge of the field, they would be safe. It seemed the cornstalker didn't stray too far from the cornfield. Then the only problem they would have would be to face their crazy neighbor with a shotgun. They could hear someone racing behind them and heard the gunshot ring out through the air. Ashwin cried out and fell to the ground. It seemed Jeb had hit his mark. Ashwin's leg was bleeding badly. The thigh was a mangled mess of blood and torn jeans. Allison pulled him up, and they moved as quickly as they could. Allison found a large rock and pulled Ashwin down with her, to hide. Here, piggy piggy. Jeb's voice rang out through the cornfield. I know you're here somewhere. The shotgun sounded again. Ashwin had begun to look pale. He was losing a lot of blood. The blood seemed to soak right into the ground, as though the crop hadn't been watered in weeks. They could hear Jeb whistling, but he seemed further away now. Allison pulled Ashwin up, and they began to move through the corn again, this time slower. They finally made it to the edge of the corn. As they did, Ashwin collapsed to the ground and cried out, found you little piggies. Jeb slowly stepped towards the edge of the cornfield, but suddenly the cornstalker appeared, stepping in front of Jeb and blocking his path. "'What are you doing?' Jeb's voice shook with fear. "'I've sustained you all these years, and you've had two sacrifices!' He yelled up at the creature who had responded with silence. "'It's them you want, not me!' But as Jeb went to walk away and out of the cornfield, the cornstalker lifted his scythe and in one smooth, quick motion sliced Jeb in two, spraying the corn with fresh blood. Allison watched on in horror. The cornstalker turned around and faced Allison. With the light of the burning field, she could now see he looked just like a scarecrow. He tilted his head at her, his eyes boring into hers before being engulfed in the flames of the fire. She could hear the fire trucks and ambulances coming down the road. They began to work their way through the fire, stopping it before it damaged nearby homes. The paramedics lifted Ashwin on a stretcher to the waiting vehicle. As Allison watched, everything felt like it was in slow motion. You see... Allison knew the corn would be okay. Her and the cornstalker had an understanding now. As she walked to the ambulance to go with Ashwin, she couldn't hide the grin on her face. It would all be okay now. Allison and Ashwin still live behind that cornfield. And, interestingly enough, her and Ashwin have an interest in farming now. They grow the typical vegetables. Tomatoes, carrots, peppers, and of course corn. the story you just heard was cornstalkers part two if you'd like to follow us on instagram you can find us at seaside stories podcast thank you so much for listening and don't forget to tune in every sunday night for a new exciting episode i'll see you next week bye